Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our nine o'clock communion service. Welcome to our gift day. Very warm welcome to all of those in church and a particular warm welcome to those watching us online this morning or or on catch-up later on. Peter um, Hubbard, our vicar, will be preaching later on on the subject gladness and generosity, and he'll be speaking from uh, Psalm 100. But before he does that, I'm going to invite him to come up and give us the notices. Okay, I'm going to read some bands first before anything else. So I published the bands of marriage between Nathan Bolton of this parish and Chantel Jones also of this parish. This is for the first time of asking. If anybody knows any reason in law why these two persons may not marry, you are to declare it now. Okay, let's just pray uh, briefly for Nathan and Chantel as they prepare to be married. Father, we pray your blessing upon Nathan and Chantel Uh, as they prepare to be married. We pray your hand to be upon them uh, in their preparations and your hand to be upon them uh, as they uh, are married in due course. And Lord, we pray that that they would know you with them and that they would seek you and seek to put you at the centre of their married life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I've got quite a few other notices, so uh, just bear with me and uh, try and remember what you need to remember. Uh, The APCM is today, it's at 12pm, it's following the second service, so um, if you'd like to come back, please do and join us here in person. It is is going to be live streamed, um, so you can watch it online. Um, Of course, if you want to join in in the discussion um, that's a lot easier if you are in the building here. Uh, it's going to be possible to, to vote, uh, to make a comment online, but obviously let me encourage you to come to the building if you want to join in the discussion uh, itself. So that's 12 p.m. Um, this afternoon. Uh, there's a thank you card. I think most of you have, have, have seen it as you came in. It's a thank you card for Dave Watts, who finishes as treasurer today. So if you'd like to sign that and, and say thank you to him, Please do that uh, before you go. Uh, the Global Prayer in- Initiative called Thy Kingdom Come starts this Thursday, which is Ascension Day. And uh, uh, Thy Kingdom Come prayer goes through from this Thursday to Pentecost, which is a week on Sunday. Uh, so basically, it's, it's a global prayer initiative. Uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury is the one who uh, came up with the idea a few years ago. And it's, it's to you, we're using Jesus' prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's, it's a round-the-world prayer uh, that uh, you can join in with. Now, as a way of helping you to do that, we've ordered two booklets that look like that. And uh, these are available at the back in the foyer for you to take away and use. One is uh, that one. It's a prayer journal. Uh, so that has uh, spaces in it for you to note down uh, uh, things as you pray, as, as the Lord leads, uh, leads you in prayer, or as you hear from the Lord in prayer, 
that's the, the journal. And then this one is, is what's called a novena, which is uh, more biblical reflections uh, for each day of thy kingdom come. So you can take both, you can take either, you can take neither. Uh, it's entirely up to you what you do, but that's to help you to pray uh, through thy kingdom come. Uh, we had a Christian aid concert here on Friday night. It was a great success, uh, very well attended. The Shrewsbury Light Orchestra were playing and Oak Meadows School Choir was singing and it was wonderful uh, singing Christian songs uh, as part of that concert. Uh, Mark tells me that so far £960 has been raised from the concert and currently £3,150 from the wheelbarrow effort, uh, which was last weekend. So that's over £4,000 has been raised for Christian for Christian Aid, which is great, really good news, so well done. Uh, as John has mentioned, it's gift day today for uh, the Children's and Outreach uh, Ministry, so uh, I'll be talking a bit more about that in my talk. And the Jubilee weekend is coming up, so <laughs> there's a lot coming up. Um, I haven't particularly been talking about it, but do support uh, the events in the village, the picnic on the Friday uh, and also York House are holding a lunch on the Saturday the 4th. Uh, the manager there is saying, please do come to York House for that. The residents would love to see us. Uh, if you're coming, just let them know in advance. It'd be good. And uh, we've got a big service here on the 5th, joint with the Methodist Scouts, uh, uniformed organizations, people from the village coming. So please do be praying about that, inviting people to that. And I think that's probably enough for me. Thanks, John. Thank you, Peter. Can we stand, please, as we enter the presence of our Lord? As I said earlier, the reading today is Psalm 100, um, but rather than re read that now, because uh, we're going to have that later because it's a superb psalm of praise, I'm going to suggest we read the first few verses of a different psalm, that's 136. Um, if I read the first half of each verse and you respond with the second half, which is, just to make life nice and easy, his love endures forever. Okay? And by the time we've said that nine times, we're really proclaiming that God's love does endure forever. So let's start with this, and then we'll um, go into our um, opening hymn. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. To him who alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made the great lights. The sun to govern the day, and the moon and the stars to govern the night. So let's sing our first hymn, All People That On Earth Do Dwell.
stand, let's pray together. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us carry on in praise to uh, to God by, by saying the Gloria together. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Shall we be seated to pray? We sung in the opening hymn that his mercy is forever sure. And the words we have just said, spoken, remind us of the words of John the Baptist, pointing out Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And we come into God's presence today because... Jesus has taken away our sin and has dealt with it all on the cross. But as he reminds us, our feet sometimes get dirty and need to be washed. Not that all of us need, the whole of us need washing, but our feet do. And we hear those wonderful words of Jesus that unless we let him wash us, We cannot be part of him. So in a moment of quiet, as the Holy Spirit leads, let us bring anything that the Lord is asking us to deal with before him now. as he promises, let us receive his forgiveness now. The verse from the prophet Isaiah. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. Amen. Let's stand. Our next song is a song of thanks for what Jesus did for us on the cross. 
The reading this morning is taken from Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. As Peter comes up to preach, let's pray for him. Lord, we thank you that you are good and your faithfulness does endure for all generations. As we celebrate that, Lord, we pray your blessing on Peter as he preaches to us now. We pray for the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom to rest on him as he comes and leads us in, in the sermon now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Uh, the topic this morning is uh, serving God with gladness and generosity. That's what I want us to think about for a few moments together now. Uh, and on this gift day, it is possible to give back to God out of his goodness, his love, his generosity to us because God is a generous God and he wants us to serve him with a song in our hearts. Let's have, let me just read that verse again. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. As church, as churches all over the land, all over the world, we need to be known as people who serve God with glad and generous hearts because the world is watching us. The world is watching us, believe you me. I wonder if you uh, <coughs> heard the quote earlier on this week. Uh, it was a Eurovision Song Contest last weekend. I don't know if you watched it or not. It goes on for a long time. Uh, songs from across Europe and even Australia, would you believe? I don't see why they're... Anyway, another story. But anyway, Sam Ryder, who was uh, representing the United Kingdom, <coughs> was uh, interviewed afterwards, I think the next day, and uh, he was, uh, he in fact came second in the, in the whole contest. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he was then interviewed afterwards by the BBC and he said this. Uh, there was such a feeling of love as I sat in that auditorium in Turin on Saturday night. It was so full of love, it was like sitting in a church. It's interesting, isn't it? Now I have no idea if uh, Sam Ryder's a Christian. I've no idea if he goes to church. <clears throat> but he has picked up on something, and it's actually quite a, an encouraging thing, isn't it? It's encouraging that he equates uh, being in church to being surrounded by love. Uh, maybe we've uh, got the wrong idea what people think about church. I don't know. 
Uh, perhaps we think sometimes too often that people look at us and we're a little bit too serious in church. Uh, the King James Version of 1 Timothy 3, verse 8, says that deacons and their wives are to be grave. That's the King James Version. Uh, the New International Version has a slightly different take on it and it says that deacons are worthy of respect. A uh, little boy had just become a Christian. And he sat on a bench next to an old man who looked rather grave and somber and gloomy. And the little boy said to the man, Sir, do you need to be saved? And the man said rather abruptly back to him, Young man, I'll tell you, I've been a deacon in this church for over 30 years. And then I was chairman of the deacon for 15 years. And the little boy said back to him, Sir, it doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus loves you and he will still save you. <laughs> but in the, in the Psalms, uh, there's a treasure chest of songs, aren't there? Of, of songs that encourage us to serve God with gladness and joy. One of our hymns says, Let the Amen sound from his people again. When you are excited, it shows. And we have something to be excited about. We have someone to be excited about, don't we? We have good news to be excited about. When we think about it, it really is quite mind-blowing how much we have to be excited about. We have a Savior who loves us. We have a Savior who went to the cross for us, who died for us on the cross, and who is alive for us now. We have a God who has forgiven us everything. We have a clean slate when we come back to God. We have a Lord who provides for our needs. We have the Spirit of God who empowers us to live for him each day. When you think of all the things, there's many, many, many more blessings that I could mention. But when you think about that, that should excite us, shouldn't it? And if it doesn't excite us, well, either we've never really got to know God or we're drifting away from him. <clears throat> Those of us who know Jesus are called to be an example of enthusiasm for knowing Jesus. So that those who don't know him are thinking, wow, what am I missing out by not knowing Jesus? It's interesting, the word enthusiasm, the, the background, the, the root of the word enthusiasm, the etymology of the word enthusiasm traces its, traces its root back to the Greek word Entheos, which is a, a compound of two words, en, which means in, and theos, which means God. So enthusiasm, being enthusiastic, quite literally means to be filled with God. That's wonderful, isn't it? And so if you are filled with God, you are enthusiastic, you are filled with his life and his love. To be filled with God is to be filled with his love, to be filled with his life, to be filled with joy and hope and all the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, love, joy, peace and patience and kindness. All those wonderful fruits. We're filled with God's power when we're filled with his life. And think about it. The early church, when the early church got together, they were filled with his life. In the book of Acts, chapter 2, it says this. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts and they were praising God. 
Notice it says they had glad and sincere hearts and that they were praising God. There was joyous worship. There's joy-filled worship. And so our worship should be joy-filled too. Of course, the worship of these early Christians is built on the worship of those who had come before them uh, from the scriptures of the Old Testament, or the Jews, of course, the, the Hebrews. The early church, of course, was Jewish. And their roots were in the scriptures of the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament. They would just call the scriptures. It was their Bible. It was the Old Testament was their Bible. And, and the foundations of their worship, of course, was Jewish celebration. And Jewish celebration is worship with exuberance. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you know Jewish worship now, it's the same. There's, there's, there's singing, there's dancing, there's clapping of hands, and, and there's, there's all sorts of amazing things goes on in Jewish worship. It's wonderful. And, of course, the Psalms are that treasure trove of praise, aren't they, that we have uh, as Christians as well to, to, to read and to, to, uh, to worship God with. And Psalm 100 is one of these Psalms of praise. Let me read it again. It's so wonderful. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his Steadfast love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. And so these psalms that we have in our Bible, these are the psalms that were the treasure trove of Israel, of worship songs. They dug into them over and over again, and they they sang to them, they read them, they prayed to them, all the things that we do uh, as Christians. And these are songs that express real emotion. These are songs that have joy and gladness and these are songs that have despair and and sadness amazingly uh, going on in them all at the same time. Lament is such a strong theme uh, as you look at the Psalms, of course, as themes of joy and gladness. But listen to how some of the other Psalms express gladness and joy. Psalm 47 says this, Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. Psalm 66 says, Shout with joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his name glorious. Psalm 95 is wonderful. It says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. And yet probably the most uh, well-known, maybe, or it's, it's, it's at least one of the most well-known examples of, of the joy of worship as expressed in the Psalms is Psalm 150, the last psalm. And it says this, Praise the Lord. Praise God in this sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him with a trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and the pipe. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. 
Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Gosh, I need a breath after that. <clears throat> it's amazing, isn't it? It just goes on and on and on in praising God in different ways with, with the music and the instruments and our, and our voices. And there's no way around it. You can't read the Psalms without thinking, wow, these are Psalms of celebration of who God is. And God is a God who wants us to praise him and give back to him with our whole hearts and soul and mind and strength. And so, yes, there's a lot to be excited about. There's much for us to be thankful to God for. There's much for us to share with others about our faith and about who God is. Let's be enthusiastic. Let's be filled with God as we do that. And again, if you read the uh, accounts of the early church in the book of Acts, you'll see that it was not only that they were involved in joyous worship and joyful worship, but that they were enjoying the favour of all the people. People were watching them. They were, they were looking at this early band of disciples, this early church, this new group of people who were banded together because of Jesus, and they were watching them and thinking, wow, this, this group of people are living in, a, in an unusual way. They're full of joy, they're full of love. Remember what Bishop Mike was saying to us last week, that rule of love, they were loving each other, they were giving, they were serving, they were united as followers of Jesus. And I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but the world does need to know that we are excited by our Saviour. Maybe too often we've given the impression of, uh, as church of, of people who want to stop people having fun or, or you know, of, of making life somehow too serious. But that's not Christianity. Of course there is a serious side to Christianity. Of course there is, because... You know, how we live is very important. But what the church needs is a revelation again, I believe, of who God is, the greatness of God, and the number of blessings he's poured upon us each day. Maybe we're unaware of the amount of blessings that we have in Jesus. And so maybe in this thy kingdom come time that's coming up, maybe in those ten days, maybe one of the things we could do is just come before God and, and ask him, remind me. Remind me of the blessings that you have poured upon me as your son or as your daughter. Give me, God, a fresh glimpse of who you are. Give me, God, a fresh glimpse of the ways <clears throat> that you're calling us church to, to share you with those around us who haven't yet glimpsed you and don't yet know you. We are the most blessed people. Think about it. But don't just think about it, pray about it. Ask God to show you. Ask him to reveal those things for what you could be thankful for. Ask, you, ask him to give you a glimpse of his glory. Because when you have that glimpse of his glory, that will change the way you and I live. I love the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible. And the book of Revelation is that glimpse into heaven. As you read it, it's, it's a difficult book to, to read. It's a very difficult book to understand. But as you, as you read Revelation, we have a glimpse of, of how the heavenlies are worshipping all the time. There's never-ending song in heaven as Revelation reveals it to us. The saints are bowing down. 
before the throne of heaven, the throne of God. And, and John, as he glimpses heaven, he sees this in Revelation 5, verses 11 and 12, and I'll read it to you. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand upon ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders, and in a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. That's the the worship that that John the Apostle glimpsed in heaven. That is how God is being worshipped endlessly, endlessly. And that is exciting. But what is even more exciting is the thought that we can worship God now in this life. In the here and now, we can join in with that worship. So how can we respond to this multitude of blessings that God has poured upon us and that we can join in with his worship. Well, let me just mention three things that we can do. Firstly, we can respond by receiving his generous blessings as his gift to us. God is generous. He is bountiful to us. Um, I got this uh, glass of water just before we started our service. Um, My throat's a bit dry. And when you have a, a dry throat, you drink to try and, <clears throat> you know, free your voice up or whatever it is. And, and you know, but, but water's amazing, isn't it? We drink it, we wash in it, we, you know, use it for all sorts of things. And yet also, it comes out of the sky upon our heads. As, as Brits, we tend to complain about the rain. But wow, rain falls upon us, water comes out of the sky. It blesses our fields, it enables crops to grow. God is amazing. We take water for granted, but what a gift it is. So receive his blessings as a gift. Secondly, we can respond in gratitude to God. And as we respond in gratitude, that leads us closer to him. Giving thanks is actually a very powerful act. Sometimes we maybe focus on what we lack God, why don't I have more of this? Why don't you give me more of that? Why don't you do this? And that can lead to discontentment. And of course, society around us is preying on that all the time. Adverts are pumping at us all the time. You need to buy this. You need to do that. You need to look like that. And so society is saying to us, if only I have this product, I'm going to be happy. But actually, when we are grateful to God for his generosity in Christ that redirects our thoughts away from those trifling things and it draws us back to focusing on his blessings that are ours in Christ. So receive his blessings as a a gift. Be grateful to God for his blessings. And thirdly, as we recognise his blessings upon us, that allows us to give with generous hearts. I haven't mentioned the word money through my talk. Deliberately, I haven't mentioned the word money. But it is gift day today. This is the day that we come before God and we say, God, I'm, I'm grateful for all you've given to me and I want to give to you. I want to give back to you out of your generosity to, to us. 
And what is given today is going to go to the work of Children's and Families Outreach, as headed up by Jeanette. It's such a, a powerful ministry. It's, it's, it's reaping such fruit at this time, and I encourage you to give. So as we come to give to God, he gives to us so that we can give back to him. I said this in my email. Somebody said this. I don't know who said it. If God can give it through you, he will give it to you. If God can give it through you, he will give it to you. So let me encourage you to stand. If you're able to stand, would you, would you stand with me? And I'm going to read, or we're going to read this, this psalm again. The, if you could put the psalm up on the screen. Ian, thank you. And I, I encourage us to read this psalm together and remember the blessings that God has poured upon us and as we prepare to give to him. And then when we've read the psalm, um, are we going to have some music or some a song maybe or some music we can maybe have some music played and I encourage you when we uh, when I when we said this psalm together I encourage you to come and put your gifts if you're wanting to do that in the basket there uh, and maybe John can take over that point as well but let's read this this psalm together shout for joy to the Lord all the earth worship the Lord with gladness come before him with joyful songs know that the Lord is God it is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen and amen. Peters, um, as we give you an opportunity to bring, to bring gifts forward, if that is uh, what you want to do, um, we're going to sing our next hymn, which is, Lord, I come before your throne of grace, particularly concentrating on the cause, what a faithful God have I.
like to be seated. There will be more opportunities to give as the day proceeds. And of course, those of you who are at home, if you want to give directly online and just mark the gift, uh, mark, mark the donation gift day, then we will know. Then, then uh, we will know who to put it into the right direction. But, but so far, let us offer what we've given so far to the Lord. Lord Jesus, thank, as Peter said, thank you for your provision for us. Thank you that you are a generous giver and you love a generous giver. Because you have given to us without cost, without second thought. And so, Lord, we offer these gifts to you, for you to use as you see fit. And we do want to pray for Jeanette, and thank you for her, Lord. Thank you for all the work she's been doing, particularly with the school, but also with families around the village. Thank you for the work she did during lockdown with the all-age services outdoors. And Lord, we ask you to bless that work. Lord, as, we, as the foundations have been laid, will you please build on it a holy temple, a royal priesthood of people who have come to hear about you and have given their lives to you. Lord, will you please glorify yourself in this work and will you please glorify yourself in these gifts. And we say to you, Lord, all things come from you. Let's say together, and of your own do we give you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For a moment or two, let us continue in prayer. We have already prayed for Jeanette and the children's work. Let's pray for all other aspects of our church. For the various ways we reach out into the community. We pray for coffee in the living room and we thank you for the team that runs it faithfully week after week. We thank you, Lord, for all those who come. And again, we pray that you would use this facility to draw people into your kingdom. Holy Spirit, please come and rest on this place as that as coffee in the living room meets. Lord, you said your spirit would come and convict of sin and convict people of their need for you. And we ask, Lord, that you do that. We thank you, Lord, because you want this, Lord. You died for this. And so, Lord, we, we lift up everyone who comes to that, um, that coffee morning who doesn't know you. And we ask for your blessing on them. Amen. We pray for our clergy, for Peter for Ursula, for Sarah in our office, and all others with whatever ministry they exercise in this church. We ask, Lord, for your blessing on them, for your anointing on them, Lord, that you would inspire faith in each one of us, that we might move forward, knowing that you are at work in each one of us and using us to bless others. Amen. Looking further afield, we pray for our government, for wisdom, in dealing with the cost of living crisis, in dealing with the threatened rail strike, in deal, dealing with threatened food shortages as a result of what's going on in the, in the Ukraine. We ask for your wisdom for them, Lord. Amen.
And as we look ahead to celebrate the Platinum Jubilee, we thank you again for Her Majesty our Queen. We thank you for her faith. We thank you for her faithfulness. We thank you for her devotion. And we ask your blessing on her this day. And Lord, as we look ahead to the Jubilee celebrations in a fortnight's time, we ask, Lord, again, particularly for those events that are occurring um, around this building or within this building, again, we ask for your blessing on people. We ask you to use us to be a blessing to others. Amen. We continue to pray for all those areas in the world where there is strife or hardship. In a moment of quiet, let us, let us bring to mind whatever part of the world it is, be it South Yemen, be it Ukraine, be it the Sudan, the Horn of Africa, or wherever. Let us just bring those places to the Lord in, in our own hearts. And we pray in particular, Lord, for those who are suffering in these areas. And we know, Lord, that on the cross, in that unspeakable agony and shame, you shared their suffering. We lift them to you, Lord. We lift all those who are ministering to them to you and ask for your anointing of your spirit on them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And finally, in another moment of quiet, let us remember any of those known to us personally who are in any sort of difficulty of suffering, be it financial, be it health, be it spiritual, be it mental, let us lift them to the God of all comfort. And for those of you who can remember the words of the liturgy, let's sum up our prayers by saying, Merciful Lord, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Can we stand, please? as Peter comes to prepare to lead, lead us in the communion part of our service, let us remember that we are the body of Christ. In the one spirit, we were baptized into one body. Therefore, let us make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So I say to you, the peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us for a moment share the peace in whatever way seems appropriate with each other.
Eucharistic prayer ends. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. You are worthy of our thanks and praise, Lord God of truth. For by the breath of your mouth you have spoken your word, and all things have come into being. You fashioned us in your image and placed us in the garden of your delight. Though we chose a path of rebellion, you would not abandon your own. Again and again you drew us into your covenant of grace. You gave your people the law and taught us by your prophets to look for your reign of justice, mercy and peace. As we watch for signs of your kingdom on earth, we echo the song of the angels in heaven, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord God, you are the most holy one, enthroned in splendour and light. Yet in the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ, you reveal the power of your love, made perfect in our human weakness. Amen. Lord, we believe. Embracing our humanity, Jesus showed us the way of salvation. Loving us to the end, he gave himself to death for us, dying for his own. He set us free from the bonds of sin, that we might rise and reign with him in glory. Amen. Lord, we believe. On the night he gave himself up for us all, he took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Lord, we believe. In the same way after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. Lord, we believe. Therefore we proclaim the death that he suffered on the cross. We celebrate his resurrection, his bursting from the tomb. We rejoice that he reigns at your right hand on high, and we long for his coming in glory. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. As we recall the one perfect sacrifice of our redemption, Father, by your Holy Spirit, let these gifts of your creation be to us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Form us into the likeness of Christ and make us a perfect offering in your sight. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Look with favour on your people and in your mercy hear the cry of our hearts. Bless the earth. Heal the sick. Let the oppressed go free and fill our church with power from on high. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Gather your people from the ends of the earth to feast with all your saints at the table in your kingdom, where the new creation is brought to perfection in Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All honour and glory be yours, almighty Father, for ever and ever. Amen. As our Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one blood. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We return today to our normal custom of uh, coming forward, receiving the bread in the centre table, and then uh, receiving the wine either side, and then if you take it back to your seats, we will consume this bread.
So we'll pray this prayer together. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and We stand for our final hymn, Thine Be the Glory. as we come to the end of our service this morning in that wonderful hymn of praise I just want to read a couple of verses from Philippians where Paul talks about gifts to him and he says that they are a fragrant offering an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God 
and my God, he says, will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So to our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. So go in peace to continue to love and to serve our Lord Jesus. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.